When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The genesis of every pig really came from um, a part of my upbringing. I grew up in northwest Iowa in a town called Orange City, and my dad was a veterinarian who had started the Orange City Vet Clinic and was a large and small animal practitioner. And so a lot of my memories as a kid were driving around farm to farm with him and fixing prolapses and pigs and preg checking cows and vaccinating hogs and and doing all those things. And as I got older, I studied international business and didn't think I'd get back into agriculture. But as uh, fortune would have it, I saw a business model that my dad had started in 2008 where he was owning pigs with his small clients in the area that were having a hard time staying in business. And it was a great business model. And I said, Dad, I think I can help you grow this. And so I focused for 10 years uh, working in the pig industry, growing in uh, RC family farms. And we got to the point where we were raising pigs on about 350 farms and we realized there was no good system to recognize and respond to pig health issues in any sort of timely fashion. And that's really where the idea for every pig came out of. How well received has the idea of telehealth medicine in the animal industry been received, Chris? Well, it's been uh, a little slower process in expanding here in the U.S. than I thought it would be. Um, some of the initial reservations were, well, we don't think we can get our caregivers to do it. And oftentimes that was just an excuse because most caregivers that we know have smartphones or access to a home computer or a tablet. Uh, And we see about 80% of caregivers that hop on board every pig really need no instructions whatsoever from us. Uh, And those are users in their teens to their 70s. But I think another one of the headwinds we faced was in the regulatory environment. Um, the FDA had, has rules in place on what it takes to establish a VCPR, which is a veterinary client-patient relationship. And most states were interpreting that law to mean that they needed to physically visit a farm at least once a year to have a valid VCPR in place. Uh, and so some vets were a bit hesitant to um, practice telemedicine for a while, but some positive news I think that's coming out of the COVID situation now is the FDA last week relaxed those rules and is allowing for veterinarians to establish a VCPR remotely. And uh, we really applaud that move that the um, AMVA and AASV also um, supported. What what can a veterinarian do over a teleconnection, quite frankly, Chris, help walk people through this relatively new concept of how we can take care of our animals with a professional that is uh, quite a distance away? Sure. So most of the industry right now, believe this or not, is still collecting important pig health information, such as um, symptoms of the animals, any treatments that the animals have been given, any mortalities. On pieces of paper, that are stored in thousands of pig barns across the country and oftentimes they get faxed into a centralized office once a month or maybe once a week where they essentially get keyed in by the finance department and stuffed in a storage cabinet 
And that daily information that's collected is incredibly important. These pig health issues can travel uh, and expand really fast. So what we did is we created a digitized daily checkup. So instead of writing this information down on pieces of paper, caregivers of pigs on their phones or on their tablets or home computers are filling out daily checkups that are digitized. And that means that since they're digitized, we have structured data and context that we can offer users that are anywhere in the world. And so veterinarians can start to take a look at those digital checkups and take a look at historical information for that group of pigs. Um, and some of that information includes photos and videos, which is great from a biosecurity standpoint because the veterinarians are getting a great idea of, of the cough or the severity of a cough of a pig through a 10 or 20 second video. Um, we also get a lot of post-mortem images, which are helping veterinarians make diagnosis and cover a lot more farms in a day as opposed to physically driving to that site. You make a good point about just the sheer number of large animal veterinarians that we've got available anymore uh, across the United States. And the issue of veterinarians that have any expertise, let alone hands-on experience, with specific categories of animals, be it Obviously, in Wisconsin, we've got plenty of folks that know dairy, but very few folks that know things like sheep or pigs. So I assume these veterinarians are really able to cast quite a wide swath uh, where their clients may be. Yeah, uh, you know, the traditional model um, for veterinarians in, in a lot of rural areas, like my dad's was, um, was drive as fast as you can to as many farms as possible so you can bill as much as possible during the day. And that's not really safe or effective, and it's not a great use of the veterinarian's most valuable resource, which is their veterinary expertise. Driving to three or four or five, six farms a day is a biosecurity risk, and it's a bad use of, of veterinarian's time. On our farm feed, which sort of looks and acts like a Facebook news feed, the veterinarians are recognizing and responding to dozens and dozens of events much faster than ever before every day. And so we're really trying to do a good job of a better job of educating people for how this is not something to be afraid of, but this is a tool to help you expand your reach. You mentioned the relaxation by FDA on what they'll consider as a veterinarian client patient relationship. Does that relate specifically to uh, what prescriptions per se those veterinarians can issue yeah so i'm not um a legal expert in this area so i, I don't want to go too deep and try to get myself in trouble but mm -hmm. yeah that's my understanding if veterinarians want to be able to prescribe medications um to a specific farm most states were interpreting the vcpr to require them to physically visit that farm once a year no so that would mean that in like in today's environment where we're pretty much all now in a so social distancing environment where we're forced to work remotely or, or will be soon, um, veterinarians couldn't take on new patients that come to them because they wouldn't be able to physically visit that farm. And so the FDA making that change, which hopefully they'll see needs to be a permanent change, really opens up a lot of these communities that you mentioned that have a veterinary shortage because the rural veterinary shortage is a, is a major problem going on in this country and others. And um, this should be a permanent move made by the FDA and something that opens up a lot of opportunity for vets. To your point about how all of a sudden all of us are exceptionally aware 
of space, where we are, people around us. For pork producers and for really a lot of people in animal agriculture, that biosecurity message has been resonating with us for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. If for something like, for example, African swine fever that can move so quickly, this really would almost be, I would guess, mandated someday by by the federal government to keep the biosecurity intact on any given farm that could be infected. Yeah, we are uh, in some conversations with groups and organizations about that right now. Um, no one likes to have new requirements shoved down their throat and new regulations, and, and I don't either. But um, unfortunately, the industry hasn't been moving fast enough to prepare itself for, God forbid, an African swine fever event. Um, you've got 95% plus of the industry collecting this vital health information on paper barn sheets. It's absolutely impossible um, to keep track of. And so we are not prepared for the next foreign animal disease outbreak right now. Uh, And I think this COVID situation should really open our eyes to think about being proactive instead of reactive. You know, the United States is starting to fall behind a lot of these other countries in terms of pork production efficiency. And that's sad for me to say, coming from um, a small town in Iowa and my family business is still in the pork production industry. But a lot of these people uh, have been holding on to old ways here and thinking that we were the best. And, and we're onboarding new companies in Brazil uh, that are seeing incredible production numbers and hopping onto technology fast because they're used to playing underdogs. So I, I think you're right about we're, we're not prepared. This could be something one day that everyone um, needs to use to help really protect our industry from that next foreign animal disease outbreak. One final question, Chris. Chris Baumgart is along with us. He is one of the founders of uh, Every Pig. It is an online telemedicine opportunity for veterinarians to work with pork producers across the United States and a former pork producer himself from Iowa. So one final question, and that is the sheer technical access. So many numbers tell us that depending on the rural landscape, many farmers do not have access to high-speed internet, possibly dial-up or satellite, but very uh, patchwork situation as far as internet access. Uh, What have you heard specifically on that element and challenges with every pig? Well, what we're seeing out there in, in the U.S. and other countries is that most of the areas that have um, modern pig facilities, hog barns in them, are areas that either do have some sort of cell phone reception or Wi-Fi or Internet connection, or those caregivers are in a place that does at least once a day. And so we created an offline mode, which allows caregivers to sync their phone before they go out to the barn while they have reception, go to the barns, do the daily checkups. And when they get back to the place with coverage, that information automatically is uploaded. But I'd say in our experience, it's about probably 80 to 90 percent of caregivers that that we've seen taking care of pigs in these modern farms around the world have access to coverage at least once a day. Chris Baumgrass, a former pork producer himself, he is the creator of Every Pig, a telemedicine program that allows veterinarians to be able to consult with farmers and animal caregivers anywhere, so long as there is an internet connection. 
You can find details at everypig.com. I'm Pam Yankee from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison.